this episode of the podcast, I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Dan Miller, once again, who just finished running a marathon. So he gave me the rundown on running 26 point whatever miles. And anyway, let's get into it. Enjoy. Dan Miller, how's hey. it going, Mr. Marathon Man? You gotta tell me about it. How how'd it go? It was it was good. It was it was lengthy, but it was a unique and pretty cool experience, uh, top to bottom. It gets boring at times. I'm someone who really likes running and really enjoys it, but at times I found myself kind of bored. I was like, wow, this is a long time to be running. It took me about <laughs> Took me about four, five, a little over five hours. I think my first, my first half, my first half was about two hours. My second half was about three. Um, second half's a lot harder than the first. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So, it, uh, uh, what what does that work out to, like pace wise? It was about a ten minute pace. Mm-hmm. Um, which because the second, I mean, so I pretty much jogged through mile. 15 or 16 and then once i hit 16 it was pretty hard to keep the jog going because like honestly cardio wise i was fine but the legs were just so sore i was like couldn't believe it um sorry james no cheese james just got denied oh cheese shipwrecked (laughs) um but the the legs were the legs the dogs were barking pretty good around mile mile 18 or 19 and then like you sort of you sort of get through that and you catch like a second win around 21 and then like from 21 to 22 I'm like ah this is easy and then like your second win just does not last very long and then 20 22 on I was like I think 22 to 25 I walked pretty much the whole thing and then from 25 to 26 I ran cuz I wasn't going to not run the last mile um but overall it was pretty cool um kind of just a nice personal achievement and uh something that you know just just to do that like oh mm-hmm. no you one's ever gonna, gonna run be another like, one or like no? i like i just you know it's just something you do just to just to have the yeah just to have the have the experience like you definitely run out of it like i've been running along a long time and you definitely run out of energy more and it's like definitely just a mental game of like why did i do this and like you're sort of just uh, I could see myself running a lot of halves, but I think the reason I'd want to run those races is because it's a good excuse to travel. So I could pick mm-hmm. a marathon in a yeah. city and or a half marathon in, in a different city and go do it. Yeah. But like, also, I was very tired like after it. Ago, so I, you, like, I don't know if I'd want to run, if I'd want to go to a different city to yeah. do a marathon just because of how yeah. much it took so, out of me. But I could see myself going to a different city and running a half in my sleep because the first half was just so much easier than the second. Yeah. Cause it's just so much wear and tear and all. That. Yeah. I mean, I'm still dealing with, with tendonitis. Yeah, I mean, that actually didn't bother up. me. It like something must've happened to the joint. Cause it like it, I put on a brace and it didn't hurt too bad running, but, um, but also, yeah, when you're running like more than 10 miles plus for training, like that stuff's just bound to happen. Yeah. Get something, have something to do every yeah, day. Yeah, all the cartilage just gets so beaten on that, like, 
which is why I did it sort of is because like it was one of those things that I thought when I was, you know, I was living alone and I was like, wow, this, you know, living alone is pretty, uh, bums you out pretty good. But, uh, I was like, ah, I should, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, those running marathons is a young man. Exactly. That was, that was a lot of, that was a big part of it. But also the reason I picked a marathon was cause like I knew like several people like Angela to, so to where try was a marathon it? It and get her in or... the process. And like, it's cause they tried when they were like 40 and I'm like, Oh, if this is something I ever want to do, like at 22 years old. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's cool. I've, I talked to some friendly folks. Runners are really friendly people. Yeah, it was in DC. It started in Georgetown on a canal towpath. So it was, uh, it was nice because it was a gravel course, not gravel, but like hard dirt, uh, which is a pretty good, pretty good way, pretty good course because it's not, it's not so soft that you're like you're digging in every step, but it's not concrete or asphalt, so it's pretty good. Uh, and it was running through the woods, so it really felt like a journey more than a long run at times because I was just kind of. It was like the woods along the Potomac River up into Maryland and back. Um, so it was out yeah. like from DC out of DC, um, under the Beltway out into Maryland like and turn around and come back. Um, which is my. Yeah. Some people don't like that. Some people like loops. Some people like sights. But in terms of yeah. how I run the yeah, best, TJ and, and I, I uh, the distance is this like, past weekend that was definitely we, uh, an easy drove course up into to do. like kind of like western. Um, Northwestern, but the, and, and the nature was some cool. Golf it was like the it was golf a very courses there all there was, super cheap. It was very scenic. Yeah, there were to, several uh, different here, like so openings where you could see the river like and like holes for the like river not in DC, dollars, so it doesn't like, look like thirty-four dollars. You know, um, like what we were just saying on the car ride, we're like, man, you just notice it right away how much better you feel, or at least like us two, we were like, mm. we just feel a lot better when there's like, you yeah. know, you see some green greenery. You see the trees and like you can smell the difference in the air That's between like city air yeah. versus like being out somewhere. I've just noticed that a lot more. So I I bet like when you're running, it's definitely a lot mentally a lot uh better, kind of more motivating and like your head's head's a lot more clear. Cause like I can see myself like running in a city, it's just like kind of monotonous. Oh, yeah. and I don't know. At least in nature, yeah. yeah. The worst part about running in a city is like starts and stops. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't didn't even take that into account, but yeah, that's brutal too. Kills your momentum. Kills it. I can't. I, I would run in Arlington a lot because that was where I lived, and and I mean even now running in Tyson's is, would be a pain too. I mean it is a pain. I ran in Tyson's a few times, and it's easier to just drive somewhere and go to a trail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like that's better on your legs too, right? Yeah, running on that sort of surface because yep. like the concrete. That's no bueno for your, your joints and your, yeah. Like, yep. So I feel like trail running is a lot more fun anyway, just because like you have to, you know, stay on your toes in terms of the terrain. Like you're going over more varied stuff. Yeah. It's definitely more of an adventure. That was kind of what I liked about the marathon that I picked. Like a lot of people do Boston or, you know, New York or some of the big ones. And it's like, it's cool. Cause it's a big celebration, but like, mm-hmm in terms of the actual like i don't know and those are like enjoyment factor yeah well those are cool big moments i feel like at the end like the crowd must be awesome like you're running at the end like that would be sweet like that was one thing this marathon definitely didn't have but like the but the thing is what people like don't like it's not really about the end if it's about the end if it like like it's about the whole it's about the the journey you spend five hours 
you spend five hours doing something, you know, and if you're only doing it to enjoy the last 10 seconds, it's like, why just just spend five hours running? Like that's, you know, so yeah, I feel I, for those types of people though. Cause like one of my roommates did Boston twice. I mean, yeah. you have to like qualify for that and you have to run oh, a yeah. time. Oh, you have to fly. I think it's like three hours. It's three for, for 22 year olds. It's three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So he was flying. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're right. Like the one you chose is I think more about just like enjoying the marathon while the other ones are more like, you know, that's an achievement to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's something that like you have to follow a training plan to qualify for Boston. Those type of marathons it's you run it for like the challenge of it rather than like, I guess yet the that's like a marathon runner's marathon as opposed right. to like doing a marathon for doing a marathon sake. Yeah, like a runner's like a yeah, you know, like to a journeyman's. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely more of a journey. It's like about. a competition rather than like a personal thing. Actually, yeah. I guess it's a personal thing as well. But it's a personal thing, it's just a harder it's just a harder yeah. thing. Like it's yeah. just it's like a yeah. more of a yeah, like a push. Because you're you're going against like elite runners much like a marathon is a step up from a half marathon like there are a lot of people who do a half marathon for the personal you know achievement but yeah the satisfaction of it yeah but then like would say a bunch of people say oh i never do a marathon though that's too much and Mm -hmm. so it's sort of you know oh i I don't know if i'd you know run to qualify for boston but did you wear uh the same shoes that you just trained in or do you uh, did you have like a separate pair of shoes no i wore the same shoes they were broken in and people do that like i guess they you'd have to like break in two pairs of shoes and then yeah i i mean if i were to do it again i'd probably buy another pair like midway through training because mine started to wear out a little bit um which isn't good for the legs where would you say you hit the wall you're saying at the halfway point or there's like two different walls uh there's like the, the where like jogging is your where you're like, there's like a cardio wall, and then like a, and then there's like a legs wall, like a fatigue. Yes, the where your legs just get so sore that you can't even, you can't really mm-hmm. take it. So the cardio wall, I was definitely where I was, like kind of gassed, but just tired. Like right around 13, I was pretty gassed and was like, uh, but like it wasn't brutal it wasn't like oh my god i can't breathe i was just like god ah, this is you know jogging now was more tight like usually i can jog without even having to like you know really i can like talk and jog like or talk and run like it's not you know i run at a talking pace but at, the, at like mile right around mile 13 i lost that and then probably at mile 19 and a half to 20 is when the leg wall was just like every step just felt like like you were lifting weights you got some iron legs. Yeah, it felt like you'd leg, you had ankle weights on every <laughs> step after that. And it was just like, oh my God. What um, was the longest practice run that you went on? 20 miles. 20 miles. And so, so they say when to, you did that, like, what did you feel anything there? No. Yeah, right around 18. Okay. I felt tired. But the thing was, is that when you're doing 20 miles and you're at mile 18 and you're feeling tired, you got two miles left. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, you're like, cool. Oh, that's not too bad. When you're doing 26 miles and you have, and you're at 18 and you're starting to feel tired, and you have eight miles left, it's a little worse. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh man, I'm fine. That's like, uh, that's mentally a pretty tough one to take. You're like, oh, I'm I'm like dead tired right now, and I still got 
a long way to go. Yeah. Like you have over an hour of running left for most people. Like when you hit the 20 mile mark, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I have to do this for another hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could, that could be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a mental challenge. Definitely like, uh, you know, trying to see how much you can actually go before you're like, oh, you know. And then there's like the people who just walk marathons, which is strange to me. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Unless uh, it's for some like charity thing. Yeah, I I, this marathon that. was not big enough really to have a, a charity thing, so I don't. Yeah, it's yeah, somebody that doesn't count. Sorry, it's yeah. called running a marathon, not <laughs> a marathon. Yeah, taking seven hours to walk 26 miles is sort of like... Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I've I, done that on a hike. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I can do that. I, I, I do that like walking around the city. Yeah. You know, if you're just like, if you're just having like a day out on the city, like you could just clear a bunch of miles. Although I did have 44,000 steps, which I don't think I ever had before. That's a, that's a lot of steps. Yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of steps, but... It was cool. I, I ate Sour Patch Kids. That was an interesting thing because you need, like, you have to eat. You can't, your body doesn't really store enough ATP to run 26 miles, really. And they say it runs out at at, um, at 20, which is why people often hit that wall. Oh, yeah. But Did you have yeah. any of that, that uh, Gatorade goo? No, I didn't. I've heard the goo can mess with your stomach if you're not careful. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I just think it looks uh, awesome. <laughs> like yeah. a little pouch. I've yeah. never tried it though. I bet it's probably pretty gross. I I, uh, I bet it I bet it works, but like the thing is, is with that stuff is you I would have had to have tried it beforehand, and I just didn't. Like yeah. You can't. So what exactly is it in the sour patch? It's just the fact that it's sugar, and you just need to you need to oh, something you can anything. digest quickly. Any gummies, like hmm. anything oh, you can Nick, digest. Nick would be really Nick would be great at a marathon then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He came back from the supermarket today with like three bags full of snacks. I swear to God, that when so he was funny. visiting me for like the five days they were there, he went through, he went through oh, like man, he's the king of the snacks. Six bags of candy or something. It's incredible. Yeah, he got like uh, Chips Ahoy and like potato <laughs> chips, like Doritos. Oh, it's just God. like all the stuff that like your parents told you you couldn't buy at the grocery store when you were kids. But he's in shape, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that's pretty cool. I'm in, like, pretty damn good shape after that, after, like, all that training and whatnot. And, like, now that I'm back at the gym, like, I've been lifting, like, a little bit of weight, and it's been uh, pretty good. Yeah, so so it sounds like now that you've finished the marathon, you moved on to rec soccer. The new yeah. challenge. Yeah, new challenge. <laughs> so some, with dudes, the... some dudes just start throwing hands. Yeah, no. It's yeah. Sort of, sort of, Sunday league. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the World Cup. Um, oh my God! What did yeah, they get into a fight over? One essentially, well, like they were arguing over. Um, so like one, so like the guy on my team went in, kind of cleats up at a guy. They they've been like going back and forth all game, like kind of what happens in soccer sometimes. Like a forward and a defender were just sort of getting a little bit chippy, which totally just happens. But then my, like the guy on my team went in, spikes up at him at the the guy on the other team and he like jumped up and started kind of shit talking him and so then the ref sends like uh gives my gives the guy on my team a yellow card 
and he goes to the bench and then the other team and this guy's like he's a good soccer player but he's definitely like a, a hot-headed spanish fellow and he um the other team was laughing at him on the bench they were like pointing and laughing at him and this guy wasn't gonna have any of that and so he like runs over he's like are you oh are you laughing at me and the guy's like oh are you mad and then the guy's like oh are you laughing at me and then like the next thing i know i'm kind of like because i had subbed in for the guy that got the yellow card and because like i guess it's in our league there's like a two minute send-off if you get a yellow uh so i subbed in for him and i like all of a sudden look and there's these two dudes like two i don't know just two, two, I don't know, probably late twenties dudes, just literally in a fist fight with dudes trying to pull them off each other. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden one's yelling, he's like, Oh, you think, you think it's funny? And the other guy goes, Oh yeah, it is funny. Watch that. And he just like punches him. I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess that's funny. I'm like, I'm just trying to play soccer, man. Um, and then they both got kicked out of rec soccer. <laughs> Yo, that's like pickup basketball here, man. Oh yeah. my God. Is it rough? <laughs> Kids get so heated in pickup basketball. It's so funny. I love the best is when you like just start blocking somebody, mm-hmm. and they just get so frustrated. But uh, Nick Nick always gets on people's nerves, man. <laughs> Nick does some trash. I believe talking. that. Yeah. yeah, and Nick will get angry too. Yeah, but it's funny. But like I mean, some I- kids, some kids just get like so. They take everything so personally. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there are definitely people who take it personally. Oh yeah, there's there's so many people out there that are just like salty that they're not good. Yeah, and that they weren't good in high school, and they're trying yeah. to like bring it back now, and but they're still not good. That's definitely. I definitely agree with that take in terms of rec league soccer. It's the same thing. Yeah, and it's people who and instead of trying to get better and just playing a clean game, they just get mad yeah yeah there was this there was this guy on the other team that was getting getting pretty mad over just like i literally blocked his shot it wasn't i didn't touch him or anything and he like he was yelling at me about it and i kind of looked at him and i said i block i i just put yeah, my sorry, foot in front sorry, of your I'm shot playing the game bro yeah i'm like what do you want me to do uh, jump out of the way he's like he's like what the hell man like that's not even that's not how you play i'm like what I what let so what what should I do? He's like because he because his argument was like that I was out of position and thus shouldn't have like shouldn't have been able to block his shot because I was in the wrong spot and he was like telling me I sucked because of that. I'm like you're the one who didn't score. The the worst in my opinion though are like the couch warriors because they think they know everything because they watch the sport on TV mm. and so and then they like apply everything into the game. I think it's especially worse with like basketball. But mm. they just call fouls on every single thing. They're yeah. like NBA refs out there. It's like let's let's just play the game. Yeah. It well, it's because because the amateur game is just different than the professional game. Yeah, like, I know. And people don't grasp that concept. They just yeah. fail to grasp that concept. Yeah, but that's that's totally a thing in soccer too. Because like people will say there was a guy who like on the other team who bumbled into somebody like two or three times and somebody on our team was like, dude, he's fouled some, he's committed like three fouls. That should be yellow. And it's like, they were nothing fouls. Like they were barely fouls in the amateur game. Like, I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. You ever seen the uh, Sunday league compilations on YouTube like from England and stuff? 
Oh my god, that that is funny. Like your fight thing reminded yeah. me of those videos, and I went and watched one after you like sent that into the group chat. Yeah, but they're really funny. I'll have to send you a link to them because they just like cut together. Because Sunday League's a huge thing over there, right? And they just have like tons of rec leagues, and yeah. uh, those English guys, man, they get so angry. Fists start flying at like every single game, and they're usually like drunk or hung hungover or something. Yeah, that's what so, they do, right? They like show yeah. up to Sunday League like trashed. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And then they go out for drinks afterwards. Afterwards, yeah, exactly. I've yeah. heard that about rugby leagues, and that's what they do. That's just like yeah. everyone just gets drunk the whole time. Yeah, yeah. For like and amateur then, rugby. And then like the two teams go out afterwards and like buy each other drinks. Yeah. No, amateur rugby apparently is like really good for like camaraderie and like the spirit of competition. Apparently, my a coworker of mine was on a team, and yeah, apparently that's a thing. The whole team, like the other team. Well, you have know. you seen that movie Invictus? No. Oh, it's about like the South African rugby team winning the World Cup cup like mm. I think it was like twenty years ago or thirty years ago or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, like one of the quotes in the movie is like, uh, soccer is a gentleman's sport played by hooligans, and then rugby is a hooligan sport played by gentlemen. And that's kind of it's like perfectly true. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> yeah. uh Chandala was telling me about it too. Like overall, it's just like much classier. Like both on the professional and like the amateur scene. And I think part of it he was explaining to me has to do with the fact that like the referees have a mic on them. Yeah. In the pros. So like you can't be like acting up. Right. Because plus, they're, I, all, well, they're all mic'd up. I, but, well, I think just plus the nature of the game is like, yeah. when because soccer is each other that way. Yeah. Because soccer yeah, is so finesse. Like you can get away with, and you can get away with some of the bullshit in soccer mm -hmm. that you can't really like, like if you're trying to flop in rugby, like someone's going to slam your ass. Yeah. Like you're going to get wrecked next time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Soccer has so many divas because it's like a, it's a wimpier sport. Yeah. And you have soft people trying to like get away with, you know, cheating the game. You can't cheat in a contact sport in the same way. Right. Like you can't, there's no such thing as simulation or flopping in rugby. You're just right. going to get laid the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a train coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me. It's like my old lacrosse days. People <laughs> just back knocking my ass over. <laughs> yeah. But at least on defense, you know, you you had that, uh, you had the deep hole. You I still got trucked a couple yeah, times. a couple of times. <laughs> I still got in the drills. <laughs> No, there oh, was one man. game. I don't know if you remember. There was one game. My dad was like watching, and I literally like some dude checked me. Just like some some kid was just way bigger than me. Just sent me for a ride, like side flipping <laughs> through the air. Oh man, that was fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the days. Before, yeah, it was fun uh, while we were doing it. <laughs> before uh, the high school, high school days, high school yeah. debacle. High Middle school across was fun. Yeah. And JV yeah. was fun too. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Scranton and Oborn. <laughs> oh my God! What a star-studded cast. Else. That was a star-studded cast right there. That, that, that was, was really a collection of people. Yeah, that was oh fantastic. That was the only practice where I've seen tears and bloodshed in the same <laughs> same hour and a half. It was not happy tears. Show. Not happy tears.
No. <laughs> it was a dramatic show. Oh my god. That like that could have been that could have been a television show. Yeah. With Saw that coach get thrown out of a game. <laughs> oh my god. Swanny, do you want me to call the police department? They're right there. Because that's assault. assault. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What did what did uh someone say one time too and then Scranton just goes Oborn, I think it was Oborn. He's like, Oborn, take a lap. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of times he was taking laps. Oh, yeah, Oborn just said nonsense stuff. That was so funny. The time he just pulled off Kose. Oh, yeah, that was really funny. That was really funny. I saw a kid at the gym the other day who looked exactly like Oborn. I did a double. Oh, really? Thing. Yeah. He was just, like, taller. I was like, oh, wow. my God. That happens now when you like. I notice that happens when you get older. You like start to see people that partly because you haven't seen someone in a long time, and like, yeah, there's some people even the slightest resemblance of somebody just kind of triggers something in your brain, right? Right, yeah, I definitely have noticed that a lot more, yeah. Oh man, and I guess it's just because you meet so many people, yeah, exactly. So many people out in the world that look like other people, exactly. So crazy. Yeah. Oh, talk about interesting people in the world. So TJ, Matt, and I went to a Brant Bjork concert. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it was in this super small venue. I'm talking like the whole room was probably like 30 by 30, like super small. There's probably a total of like, I don't know, maybe 50 people there. Yeah. But anyway, it's like this. I think the TJ found this guy and he's into him and he showed me some of his music and the tickets were really cheap. They're like 20 bucks. So I was like, Oh yeah, yeah I'll come along. It'd be interesting. But it's, uh, it's like this stoner rock. And anyway, the crowd there, man, you, what an interesting assortment <laughs> of people. You had some people there and you had some absolute creatures there. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> that just happens at concerts. They just, attract Oh yeah. But this, this was like nothing else I've ever seen. Oh really? Yeah, like the Dave Matthews Band concert had an interesting mix up of people too, because that was like right. one of the first ones I've been to where yeah, there's a lot of young people and there's a lot of older people. But this one just it kind of felt like I was being teleported back in time. Like <laughs> some of the outfits people were wearing, because I guess this guy was really big back in or not. I don't know if he was ever really big, but he was bigger yeah. back in like the '90s, and you had some. It looked like some time machine folk showed up to this place. That's pretty funny. Yeah. People people yeah. at concerts are just... It was so loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know how people say yeah, you should wear earplugs to concerts? Yeah. I used to be like, oh, man, that's such a that's bitch. That's lame. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so lame. I'm going to... If I ever go back to this place and it's like a rock concert like that, I'm 100% wearing earplugs. I couldn't hear myself think last night when we got oh out. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it was so loud. And since it was such a small place, it was just everything was just like bouncing off the walls back into your ears. Yeah. My ears were ringing. Like, you know how people describe tinnitus? Yeah. I'd never really heard ringing in my ears before. I heard ringing in my ears. I was like, that's not ever happening again. Yeah. It was miserable. That's how I was. I went to a Third Eye Blind concert. It actually sounds very similar, except a little oh, yeah. bit. It was it wasn't as small of a venue, but it was mm-hmm. like weird people from the '90s, like te- teleporting back into town, and very very loud music that was just 
felt like it was consuming you. Yeah. Man, you should, the opening acts were so Oh my god. So bad. Because oh. you've gone up there and just played some played like, some guitar. You guys was an older guy. It was like an older guy who was probably like in his sixties and then like a drummer who was maybe in his forties. And mm. I they weren't very good. Let's just say <laughs> that. But uh I I felt at least I felt good like staying there for them, being there for the opening because I was like, hey, here's some guy just chasing his dream. Like I could imagine that when this guy was younger, he was like, oh man, I I want to be in a rock band, and then he just got caught up in the nine to five grind, had a family, <laughs> you know, the whole nine yards, and now that he is retired or whatever, he's going back and chasing the rocker dream. Yeah. So I I could get behind that, but the second band. Oh my god, they were so bad. The bassist and the drummer were solid because they start out like on one of the songs, the the two guitarists, like the rhythm and the lead guitarist, who was also the singer, just stopped for a bit and it was just the bassist and the drummer. And I could me and TJ were like, Oh, this is a nice groove. Like these guys are pretty good. But the the guitarist and the the rhythm guitarist who also played like saxophone. But you couldn't hear the saxophone because all they did was drown everything out with pedals. <laughs> they had the echo pedal on the entire time. I was like, <laughs> he clicked it on at the beginning, and, and me and TJ look at each other like, oh god, like echo pedal, like that's a little, yeah, ambitious for the first song. Like, you, if you don't do that right, if you don't do that right, it does not sound very good. Right, it didn't sound very good. But instead of turning <laughs> it off. He decided to let it go for the entire fucking set. Oh, oh that's brutal. God. It was so bad. And you couldn't awesome. hear a single lyric. The entire the whole set was probably like 45 minutes an hour. <laughs> oh I didn't God. understand one lyric this man said. And then to make things even worse, <laughs> be dizzy. to make things even worse, he took a megaphone out of his from like backstage <laughs> because he brought a megaphone. And then started shouting into that into the microphone. Oh my god! And then during the middle, during the middle of one song, the guy who is like the the backup guitar player like switched to his saxophone. Couldn't hear the saxophone at all. Yeah, because it was drowned out by the echo pedal in eight thousand hertz of of uh, distortion. <laughs> but anyway, during the middle of one song, the the uh, the saxophone player and the other guy jump down off stage and start parading around the place. And the guy takes the megaphone and sticks it into like the opening of the saxophone. And just the guy was just screeching on this saxophone. And me and TJ and Matt are sitting there like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and everybody else is going nuts. And we're like, dude, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. They probably got their hands on something you guys didn't have. Oh yeah, they. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I, at one point, I thought I saw the uh, the saxophonist like turn around and do a bump off of the uh, the amp. I kid you not. Oh, you want to do a bump? Yeah, I'll do a bump. <laughs> yeah, it's just like mid concert, <laughs> mid set. Oh man, it, that was an experience though. But that sounds some hilarious. The, some of the uh, most bang for your buck twenty dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> That sounds quite, yeah. quite entertaining. Oh I went to a twenty dollars concert once. I uh, who'd you go to? I w well, it was to see AJR, but before that, the opening acts 
were once again a band called Jagmac who got on stage and proclaimed they proclaimed to be Radio Disney's next big thing. And I was like, oh god. And it was like it was like a B minus Backstreet Boys plus meets like annoying female rap. Oh god. And I was like all in sequin jackets in it like a dance group. And the, it wasn't like their performance was just bad. But the funny part about it was my friend was there and he had taken some edibles and he like the next day was like, oh, man, I want to listen to some Jagmac. Like they were really good. And I'm like, wait, because <laughs> he was saying it all night. He's like, wow, I really like that Jagmac, man. And, we're, and I, like, I thought he was just making a joke the whole time. And the next day he's like, wait, they were really good, weren't they, Dan? I'm like, and they oh were my awful. And so I like look it up. I play him a song. He goes this isn't what I heard. This is, this is just a different thing. Like he was just so lost. He was like his hand looking, like just looking into his hands, disappointed at himself for telling people oh, to go listen fun. to Jag Mac. And then <laughs> you, you just mentioned the sequin jackets that they were wearing. I forgot the kicker about the second, the second opening act in this movie. The lead singer, I swear to God, he was wearing the mysterious jacket from the office. <laughs> Yeah, he had some lady pants on. Oh my god, no pockets. And this thing was hugging his ass. Oh my god. It literally it reminded me of when Michael was spinning side. around. He's spinning around. He's like, it's weird, no pockets. Yeah, buttons on the wrong side. Oh my god. Like who, who makes that jacket? Myst- mysterious. Yeah. Oh my god, that's are you wearing lady clothes? <laughs> yeah, this man was most definitely wearing lady clothes. It's a power suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wish oh, you were funny. It would Oh, that would have been funny. You would have died laughing. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, and then the 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 kicker to the, the rest of that story is though my friend on edibles, we were like, maybe I told you the rest of it. We were standing at the concert and we were like, it was a small venue. And there were these high school girls in front of us, like causing a ruckus. And he literally just like passed out like a tree, like timber collapsed on top of them. And (laughs) I just like look at him. He's like laying flat on the ground. I kind of just kick him. And then he's like 6'2". He's like a pretty big guy. And he just like falls on these girls and they just like look at him. And I just kind of toss him over my shoulder, like carry him out onto the side and like get him out of the pit and like throw him onto like a handicap rail. But uh, it was it was pretty interesting in terms of in terms of while this band Ocean Park Standoff played really awful music, it was yeah. uh, a bit of a an interesting time in terms of people passing out at concerts. Yeah, some some like really tiny girl passed out at the concert yesterday. That's like that's like what happened. She was just like dehydrated or something though. Like I don't think she was on any drugs. Nah, but like for some reason or anything still just... like crazy. That still just happens at concerts. Oh yeah, just like like the loud noise and pass out. Like yeah, not mixed with like the crowd. Like people don't realize that like even people without anxiety disorders like can still get on edge. Like any human can be on edge in a large crowd. Like yeah, well this was not a large crowd. (laughs) Okay, well it's a small place. Maybe they're feeling claustrophobic. Claustrophobic, yeah. But But, like uh, even even and also it gets really hot. Yeah, it does. Oh, that's a big factor too. Steamy. Yeah, yeah, if it gets hot, it's just lights some out. people. Yep, lights out. <laughs> uh. Did you start feeling lightheaded at all when you were uh, running, or no? I got there was like at one point I got like a little bit of a like a little bit of a hallucination, but then I like it was because I didn't have any food, and like 
Because, like, apparently when you run, especially more, like, when you run ultra marathons and stuff, like, you can be, like, tripping through some of it. Like, Oh, really? Can, wow. Yeah, no, you can, like, really be hardcore. Like, not, not so much in marathons because it's not long enough, but if you do, like the like the 60 mile or like 100 mile races like people have often said they were like hardcore hallucinating in it yeah. and like i just started to get like a little bit of a a spot in my vision at one point and i was like that's probably right around the time that i was like wow i gotta slow down and probably walk a little bit that's why i walked mm -hmm. like three miles at the end um because i didn't really get dizzy but i definitely got like i definitely was like whoa uh i'm starting to see things and like yeah stuff started to shimmer a little bit and i was like geez yeah i remember i was uh i was biking in the reservoir a couple weeks back and yeah. i had i was like sick the day before and i i usually try to like work out like after i start feeling a little bit better because it just makes me feel even better like i don't know if there's any science behind it or whatever it like, loosens up your brain i, I think the there is flowing. yeah but uh anyway so i hadn't worked out in a while or like done any sort of cardio and so I was like, all right, I'll go for this bike ride. And so I just start cranking it up the hill because I'm like, man, I haven't worked out in a while. I got to push myself. And so I just start cranking it up the hill all the way to the reservoir. And I'm just hauling ass. And then I probably get like halfway through the reservoir, like after going up like a couple of pretty steep hills and just just grinding through them. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my vision just starts going and everything oh. just starts getting super bright. I was like, oh, no, I've had this feeling before. And I was like kind of dehydrated. So I just is I just put peel off towards like the side of the reservoir and yeah. just like hop off my bike and literally just throw it to the ground and everything starts spinning. Oh my I god. Just, I was just like not it wasn't like blacking out, it was like whiting out because everything right. was just go getting so bright. I couldn't see anything for like 30 seconds. Oh my it was god. crazy. And then I just like vomited in the side <laughs> in the woods. But uh, after that, I was feeling all better. But it was yeah. it was pretty frightening because I was on the bike and right. just started losing my vision. I was like, "Oh shit, uh, this is no bueno." Yeah. I've like but, I've uh, gotten I've gotten migraines in meetings before, which is kind of annoying because like I don't lose my vision, but I'm definitely hallucinating for a bit because uh, I get like spots in my vision. Mm -hmm. and so i'll be like trying to talk to people about business but literally their whole face will just be like triangles and i'll <laughs> just kind of be like i don't i don't even know what you look like right now your your whole face is just a bunch of triangles like <laughs> I, I don't i don't really know what to make of this like and the thing is i get like i don't really get as bad a headache as a lot of people do with migraines i just get the the ocular symptom really bad hmm. and so is it like, like pressing is there something like pressing on your optic nerve then? Yeah, well that's 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 what a migraine is. Like a lot of people have have like I, do you know about the aura? Like if there are a lot of people who get chronic migraines who just like No, I know, I know like that it's it's like a genetic thing, right? Yeah, but like it's it's a common symptom to have like yeah, essentially the way it works is like it, the it's like extra fluid and like mucus comes up kind of through the back of your head on your optic nerve, and then like it kind of works okay. its way down to like the forehead and like where like your typical like behind the eyes where people like talk yeah, about migraine like pain. Sinuses. Yeah, exactly. It like essentially goes from like the back of your head to your sinuses and just kind of works its way through, but yeah. it definitely presses on your optic nerve a little bit. So it uh it goes a little haywire for about 30 minutes usually is about how long it lasts for and, you uh, yeah and so 
I end up, you know, every now and again, it'll, it, it's usually what I eat. If I eat like junk, I, I end up getting headaches sometimes. But So uh, what is it? What does it look like? You're saying you have spots in your vision. You just mentioned the triangle thing, but like, right. what does it look like? Is it like black? Like you can't see anything in that triangle, or no? No, it's like a it's like a color spectrum. It's like look oh, at it's the just like shifted. You no, know, like think about like like you, you like you know the the picture of yeah, a color prism. Yeah, it's just like warped. Like everything's yeah, warped. Everything's warped in it, but like I I couldn't like discern any person's face. Like it's just all. So colors it's not it's not things. a hole in your vision. It's just like you see colors and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I can't make out what's there. It's just all blurry. All frac fractals. Yeah, it's fractals. That's the best way to describe it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting. I'm I I'm sure that would be kind of fun if it wasn't painful. I mean, it's so. The first time it happened to you, work at a yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was pretty rough. Uh, like, I, I, well, to me, it honestly it makes me think. I'm like, is this what acid is like? Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. But, yeah, for like 12 hours, and you're also like apparently really thirsty the whole time. But, um, but the first time it happens to you, it like scares the crap out of you. You're like, oh shit! Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're yeah, like, this I, is. I remember uh, I had a migraine when I was like. Uh pretty young maybe like 10 years old and i remember similar stuff where you your vision's all wonky yeah but i also just but, uh, super nauseous and sick too so right but you just like it had the first time it happened to me i was like chilling in china and i'm like oh shit am i out right now like is this it for me i was like <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i'll just die yeah i'm like what's going on here like this is this is uh this ain't good you ever passed out before? Like not no, I haven't. all, just like a straight up blacking out? No, I've never passed I have, out. Uh, twice. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Oh, actually, it's it's the worst thing ever, but also one of the most like peaceful feelings I've ever felt in my entire life. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. You just like slip back into darkness. You know, have you <sighs> ever had that feeling when you're on like the brink of sleep and you're in that half dream state, half awake state? And you kind of like yeah. snap back up. Yeah. It's like that, but just like straight into sleep. Uh, and then when you when you wake up, though, it's so bizarre because you're just like super clammy and sweaty. And you're just like, what the f what just happened? Because there's like no there's no you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, there's you kind of notice a passage of time. Right. From when you fell asleep to when you woke up. Right. You're like, okay, I was like asleep for probably a couple hours. You can kind of gauge it. Right. When you pass out, there's no feeling of that whatsoever. You're like, oh I God. have no clue. Like, uh, it could have been like a day, could have been like a week, a second. But it's you, it usually feels, at least for me, like a long time. Like, when I came to, I was like, oh man, I, I must have been out for a while. And I was like, I asked the nurse, I was like, how, because this was when I was like getting a blood test or something. Mm, right. And uh, I asked the nurse, I was like, how long was I out for? And she's like, oh, like five seconds. I was like, what? <laughs> it feels like I've been out for like, I don't know, hours. <laughs> she's like, you're really like sweaty. I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've heard stories, but yeah. I mean, I, I must be weird. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in a coma. Like, uh, no, no, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in a coma either. But I, I mean, like, I guess, like, if you're in a coma, you don't really know. No, nah, yeah, but maybe you do. Like, I don't know. That'd be awful. 
Yeah. I guess it would be like all right if you're like dreaming the whole time. That'd but, be so. That yeah, it's true. But depends if you're on where you're at. In your body, like uh, yeah, there's some some medical term for it when you're just like trapped in your own head and you yeah. can't move anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it would be weird. Like like if you you know if you if you had something happen to you and you were like it was just you know Friday and then all of a sudden you woke up and it was like you know next week and that was that like that'd be weird yeah or years like in the future oh my god there's people that are in coma for like years yeah 10 years people do and people have come out i mean it's very rare but people have come out of that too they've been in i think it's more common than you think yeah i don't know what the numbers are but i've heard of i don't don't know yeah but i I, i've heard like plenty of stories like that of people coming out of comas years into the future yeah, I, I mean, I've heard months, like months is totally reasonable for people coming out of a coma, but like years is sort of, I don't know. That's, I'm going to look it up. Person. That's a long time. Yeah, I don't Comas are weird. They're, they're, it's like a, it's a little bit of a broad term for what actually goes on. Yeah. Because there's, there's like a couple different types. Here, there's one guy here that I just looked up. It's like the top result. Uh, in Johannesburg, this guy fell into a coma when he was 12 and woke up 12 years later. Wow. That must be insane. Because I, I guess your body still like matures and stuff. Right. So imagine that. You just skip your entire entire formative years. Ugh, I can't even. That's just. That must be. I, I don't know how you have any sort of like self-identity then yeah you're like a 12 year old a different person your old body yeah that must be one of the most bizarre things a human can go through yeah yeah that, that's oh i don't even know crazy oh my god woman comes out of a coma after 27 years holy shit what, here's another one she... awake after 20 years Wow. How is that possible? I don't even get it. Yeah. That's human. The human body is so resilient and so fragile at the same time. Yeah. It's really, it's really pretty crazy. Humans are a crazy thing. I can't yeah. believe it. I, uh, yeah. Cause it really is like crazy. Like can, how much you can, can die in a potato sack race or you can fall from a plane and not have a parachute and live and live. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. People, they're, they're, I think it's a very small amount of people, but they've fallen from 30,000 feet and lived. Yeah, no shoot. Yeah. Man, people are crazy. And how about the people that die and then like their heart gets restarted? Like they're yeah. dead for a bit. Yeah. Like, uh, I that's remember, a common thing. Yeah. I remember reading one story where some guy was working on a, uh, electricity line he was like a he worked for the utility company and he was working on an electricity line trying to repair it and the wire was live and so he touched the wire shocked him killed him stopped his heart and then he fell out of the cherry picker and like 20 feet or something and the impact on the ground when he fell restarted his heart wow yeah that's crazy i know it's pretty wild yeah i wonder what those people go through like I wonder if they they see anything. I you know I've heard of different like accounts of it, 
And mm-hmm. like I, I like I've heard of people overdosing who say they don't really see much, but then I've heard of other people who claim that it's like like I think I was listening to a podcast once, I forget who it was, but there was somebody who who said that they they died in in surgery for a little while and like were brought back to life after being dead for a bit. And they said they were they were they were dead for like two minutes or something, which is a long time to be dead. That's like that's crazy. Um but they said it was like crazy peaceful and they like they could see they could see the other side essentially they like they were able to claim that like they were able to feel an energy transfer going on yeah. i guess uh which is but then like I some feel, people who I feel like there should be some like international coalition that just kind of collects all the stories of those types of people you know to yeah. try to form some consensus yeah i you know it's That'd i've be been cool. that would be cool I've been, but I, I I like reading about that kind of stuff. I've been, you know, yeah. I've I've been reading okay. a philosophy book lately. Oh yeah, what what's it called? Oh, it's called. So it, it was it was kind of a honestly I was completely suckered for consumerism by it by uh, um at Barnes and Noble. It was do you think what you think you think? And I was like I don't know do I? And I <laughs> like I like just completely was suckered into it but then i was like reading it and i'm like well some of this is kind of stupid and like made for kind of uh people who haven't really thought about their thinking much but then some of it was a little bit more clever and i was like uh this is kind of clever so i've been like reading it and it was sort of you know going through all the logical impossibilities of people's viewpoints and how people Mm kind of have tensions in their views essentially and uh and how god is weird but that like you could still maintain like an afterlife concept while not necessarily like thinking of the abrahamic god as what we have yeah have you uh have you read sapiens no oh that's a really good book it's about like uh it just kind of uh traces along the human evolution like Mm -hmm. from when we were apes till now yeah like each chapter is kind of like a different period of time in our evolution and just like talks about it in really really good detail it's really good i read it over the summer so i'll have to hmm. lend that to you yeah i'd love to read it that yeah it's good. really good and then uh another one that's good this is like a fiction book i started hmm. reading it uh dune oh yeah it's like real popular but uh my uncle bob recommended it and so i started reading that yeah my uncle bob and connor recommended oh. it so. yeah that that book's really good and they're yeah. coming out with a movie i think next year like mm. a, I think they made a movie back in the eighties or something, right? But uh, they're making a new, a huge budget one. Oh wow! Hans Zimmer's doing the score. There's like a oh, lot of big cool. name actors. So yeah, I wanted to read it before the movie came out. Yeah, and it does not disappoint. It's a pretty awesome book. That's pretty cool. I just yeah, I just finished up reading a, a thousand splendid sons, which is a good, pretty good book. Who's uh, that by? Khaled Hosieni, he's a middle oh yeah author. kite runner yeah yeah it's a guy who wrote kite runner yeah uh, that was a good book that was sad though yeah so his, this book is it's a it's like along the same lines but it's like it's darker but also happier it's like it's just a little mm-hmm. more dramatic than kite runner and it's uh I think a little bit better developed because it's a longer book it's like it's pretty cool yeah I'll have to check that out yeah I don't know. I'm definitely that's definitely something as an adult. I'm definitely doing more reading because it's a uh, it's fun. Yeah. Cool. 
<laughs> you know. So I've definitely gotten real into books now. Yeah. Like I feel that was one of the greatest kind of travesties of you know education when you're young. Like they they make reading suck. Right. Like when you're at school and stuff. Cause you have to oh. read books that you just aren't interested in. We should but have a follow-up. If you find books that are in, interesting, you enjoy yeah. reading. Well, we should have a follow-up podcast with Becca, who's trying to get America's youth to do their reading. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, she's, Becca definitely. She's we teaching need, eighth we grade. Need to, we need to work out the game plan. Like this yeah, how we solved racism, me, you, and Liam. Right, right. We yeah, we we resolved. We figured it all out. We did. That's we true. should have wrote that shit down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was so funny. Those are some good chats. Yeah, that was good. Except Liam mean... about pop music the one time. That was ridiculous. But and hip hop. Yeah, that was the that was the rap thing. That was a stupid conversation. But <laughs> the rest of them were really you good. Hear that, Liam? <laughs> you get roasted. <laughs> it's hip hop. Hip hop came first. Hip hop came first. It's just. There was poetry, which is not rap, and then there was hip hop music. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, for sure though. Tell Becca uh, whenever she's free. Like yeah. you guys, send me a time. You guys are both free. Yep, and we'll do them. All right. That's actually a really interesting take. I want to hear it from that point of view. Now, the teacher's yeah. point of view. Yeah, it is. It is interesting getting the teacher's point of view. Apparently, she roasted one of her. Or not roasted, but she like totally caught one of her students in a lie today like he uh she she said that one of her students was like oh i can't come take my test at lunch because i'm taking a test for another teacher because i was out the other day because i was out the other day and then becca was like at lunch with the other teacher and she's like oh was so and so taking a test for you and the other teacher was like nah like she just <laughs> she just literally wasn't like she just was here yesterday and took the test yesterday and she was like oh man and then she like Apparently, Becca like tracked down the student and just totally, just totally, got, got. Yeah, totally roasted her. Just, <laughs> I'm just like, oof, boom, roasted. Yeah, drop that F to pay respects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, though. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a good one. I'll yeah, try. Be fun. Well, we got to get TJ back on here. He hasn't been on in a while. Yeah, I know. I haven't talked to TJ in a while. I gotta see yeah. what he's up to. He's probably asleep right now because he yeah. has to wake up mad early for work. Is and he still in Cambridge? Back. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we got back pretty late last night, and he was like, oh, "This yeah. is this is way past my bedtime." <laughs> I got up pretty late. I mean, I go, I get up probably. I think I go to bed at ten now and get up around six. Yeah, so. I think he gets up at like five. Yeah, dang, that's early. Yeah. And he, he's been working like 12 hours too. Oh my God. Because I guess something on the site is going, going awry. So that's it, how it goes with construction. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll get him on the next time for the great, great reading debate. The great the reading, debate. reading debate. I mean, TJ and I, back in the day, when we were reading Kite Runner, actually, we would get on, like, I, that was my summer of freshman year routine of high school. I would wake up, go to the farm, work until, like, 11, read for, like, 
two or three hours and then I'd get on Xbox with TJ from like three to 11 o'clock at night and just like talk about books or talk about the <laughs> kite runner. We were like having book club on Xbox. Yeah. While getting chopper gunner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> While we were just playing call of duty. <laughs> oh my God. There's Good a, times. the new call of duty modern war like is coming out soon. And mm. Nick got like the beta for it for the PS4 and he's been yeah. nonstop. Is he it, got a nuke. He got a nuke on like his like fifth game. Oh wow! I was like, damn, Nick. I'm sure some people are trash at that stuff. Oh yeah. People, people nowadays are either like people who are like twenty, like in their twenties, and are like good at video games, like TJ, or like kids who are just absolute garbage. Yeah. Just like can't play video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick. Nick just got a gaming PC, so. Oh wow! You, you're gonna have to join. You're gonna have to join the army. I got. I'm a you can get one. Guy. You can get one for pretty reasonable prices. Like you can get a good setup for like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, but like that's like seven hundred bucks that I can. I know, like... but it's a computer. You can do so much with it. It's not yeah, just like... for games. But like, think about it. If you have to buy the next round of consoles, like the next you know, generation. I, I of barely consoles. play games anyway, though. Like I don't game as much as I used to. So yeah. it's sort of, it's sort of a debate, you know. I don't know. I like. I, I've definitely been bored recently, and I've been looking for something to do. But I don't know. Yeah, it it is. It's a ton of fun, especially yeah. when you get on when the whole gang's on. Yeah, Steve that was his friends, and then Nick, TJ. That was something it's that funny. I miss about Xbox Live. It was it was really fun when everybody was on. Yeah, I think I think if you you experienced it, you'd pull the trigger. Cause yeah. it's it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic yeah. of the Xbox Live parties. Yeah, and Halo's coming out. Oh, for uh, yeah, for PC, like the whole Master Chief collection's coming out. So we're yeah. gonna get that and all play it together. Cause that I think that was probably the game I played the most. Halo Reach. That was wow. probably the multiplayer game I played. That and Modern Warfare Two. I played yeah. those two games all through middle school and high school. I played Black Ops One a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and TJ played Black Me Ops. Me and TJ one. played just... so much Black Ops One. <laughs> and I played yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare One too. That was. A good I played game. a lot of Black Ops Zombies though. I played yeah. a lot of Black Ops Zombies. Oh yeah. And I played that with my. I played that with my weird Enfield friends. Oh yeah, the whole gang. I remember that. Yeah, those guys. Mike Merson. Yep. Angelo. Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, I don't know what they're up to nowadays. I think oh, Angelo was... interesting stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like I heard that apparently my stepbrothers were moving like out of their apartment but didn't know where they were moving next. And I was like, Oh, are they just gonna like be homeless? I don't know. I have to I'll have to ask him this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you yeah, guys right. can be homeless? <laughs> nice conversation starter. Yeah, that's what I'm ask. Like, and like, I wouldn't be shocked if Jack was like, "Yeah, I'll try it for a little while." I'm like, "No, he's not. He's not going to be homeless. He's just going to be a drifter." Yeah, he's yeah, just don't a drifter, man. I'm not homeless. I'm a drifter. No, nah, I was talking to, to Fry the other day, and he was like, "He he finally admitted. He's like, yeah, I, I chose to be homeless once. It was a bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> Coming to terms. Yeah, to terms with that rough part in his life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like it was really stupid. Ryan, uh, it sounds like you were homeless. Nah, no, 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 no. I was a drifter, Brian. <laughs> so for that week, 
where did you sleep? Oh, there was this park bench. It was real nice. <laughs> Brian, you just defined being homeless. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just went to some friends' houses. I just sort of walked around all day. That's what you do when you don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he walk down the highway, too? Yeah. Like, the cops were <laughs> driving by and they picked them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he was just walking down down 91 South. Don't mind me, just walking down the highway. Walking down (laughs) the interstate. Yeah. That's just the drifter life. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what drifters do. Drifters got drift. people now. Yeah. (laughs) Live by the fat of the sea. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, it was good catching back up with you. I haven't talked to you Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it had been a while. Yeah. Well... I'm sure you'll be busy these next couple of days. Yeah, you'll but, be on uh, the train. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get together again for the yeah. Great, once I mean we're we're, we're yeah we're back. I mean on Sunday, so like you know next week yeah. we'll just be into the routine. So we'll be free yeah. at night. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're down Sunday, I don't know. You guys might be tired. Oh no, maybe not Sunday, but yeah. like maybe maybe yeah, Tuesday Monday, or Wednesday. Tuesday, yeah. yeah, whenever. Just let me know. Just text me, and I'll set aside some time. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. See you later, Dan. Catch you later. Adios, amigo. Thank you for tuning on into this episode of the podcast. And special thanks to Craig, our resident bot, for everything he does. Sitting in on our Discord server and recording everything we have to say. So, Craig, you the real MVP. Anyways, thanks for tuning on in. Catch you next time. Adios.